Um, before I sat down here, I totally did the thing where you have a very clear, discrete amount of food items, in this case cookies, and mm. then one of them magically disappears. Huh. But you really ate it. You just didn't <laughs> count right while you were eating. <laughs> yeah, I um, tr I don't count cookies while I'm eating them because I don't want to know. <laughs> Um, one thing that I did uh, on New Year's Eve was I made a cast iron skillet cookie, which is just really it's one gigantic cookie, <laughs> like one nine inch cookie. And that's good because you just <laughs> you eat slices of cookie like a pie. And really, the most you could possibly eat is one cookie. And it's just one cookie. So, <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, I apologize if my heat kicks on because it sounds like a jet engine. It's so loud. I have the loudest forest air heating. And the ductwork is all like in these weird bulkheads, like in the rooms, which probably aren't insulated in any way. So I have like, I have this room that's like, there's nothing in it. It's I've got these sound dampening panels. It's only got one very small window. It's carpeted. And then the world's loudest forced air heating. And because I'm still on the East Coast, where it's been colder than a well digger's ass for the past couple of weeks, <laughs> there's a good possibility that you'll get to experience, uh, although maybe noise canceling will cut it out. I don't know. But then it gets into a whole awkward thing. Anyway. Yeah, there's a... Boring podcast details. It's, it's a thing how people think that, like, Virginia is, like, the south but like there's mountains and it's still the mid-atlantic and let's not forget that dc was hit particularly hard by the various snowpocalypse of the last decade yeah so like, I'm winter's actually, still a thing i'm actually pretty close to where joe i'm slightly closer to where joe lives now than i was before i moved out of new york yeah so <laughs> it's still in the cold zone and it sucks and i was hoping it would be more southish no but it's no, not, no 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 <laughs> I was going to uh, jump off of leftover New Year's cookies, um, but I, I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess we can do jet engine heat, uh, uh, sort of. Um, sure. So uh, what we're going to talk about <laughs> is uh, a s story that snuck in at the end of 2017 when everyone was too busy to pay attention to it, um, which is that. The U.S. government uh, is still officially tracking UFO sightings. Which, you know, if you can get over the idea that a UFO is necessarily aliens is a totally, completely reasonable thing to do. But the interesting thing is, like, some of it, I don't know, maybe it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, like, some of the stuff that's coming out is like you kind of hope it's aliens and not like the russians it's probably not the russians well so that's the thing um a skeptic's history of an alien history of planet earth um might as well be called um like a history of undisclosed flying objects and due to the timeline of disclosure on secret aircraft this is always like 50 years behind um, for example, we didn't know that the alleged bodies at Roswell were really badly burnt dummies from an experiment of 
dropping them from weather balloons to just see what would happen <laughs> um, until 1997 on the 50th year anniversary. That's when we, they were willing to declassify uh, that experiment. <laughs> um, I missed that whole thing. I didn't know that. That's really dumb. Yeah, the government really screwed up on... Uh, just admit it's, it's dummies. There's nothing even interesting about that. We dropped some dummies yeah, from really it, high. There's nothing like... what. Could anybody possibly, how could anybody possibly compromise our national security by knowing that we've dropped some dummies? And they screwed it up by saying it was a different weather balloon experiment and the dates didn't <laughs> line up because all of that does have official documentation on it once it was declassified. And ah, they just, but anyway, uh, <laughs> um, the point is, um, since the uh, uh, late 40s, um, through now the united states has been working on stealth aircraft and whatever the hell comes after that um and a lot of ufo sightings in the early 90s and late 80s are that's sort of the wave of black triangles um and if you've ever seen the b2 spirit stealth bomber from below which is the most recent declassified stealth bomber we have i mean it is a black triangle I mean, I put a picture of it in the uh, document, and I'll put it in the notes, but... It, it's pretty weird looking. It doesn't look very much like an airplane. Yeah, and the picture I have next to it is an actual um, unidentified photo from the 80s. So, maybe they're the same thing. There's some camera trickery going on. Maybe aliens, but I don't think yeah. alien craft would have incandescent lights on the bottom of them. It does seem... Slightly unlikely. Also, who's to say, like, why do we assume that alien... Well, I guess it could just be, like, a byproduct. Like, maybe aliens can see, like, birds or something, or, like, wavelengths that... Like, why would alien eyeballs be different from ours? Maybe they're bathing us in some other kind of light to, like, see us that we can't even see. Yeah, so if it's not aliens, then it's undisclosed technology, which right. unfortunately leaves us three possibilities yeah um, each more dismaying than the last well maybe not but it, uh the first is that it's mere incompetent misidentification so the uh reports that are in uh what came out of uh the uh department of defense uh leak here um was you know sightings by military not by civilians um and you know uh, popular mechanics went through it and gave a mm, popular mechanics which <laughs> loves debugging uh you know, widespread UFO sightings. They've done a few in the past. Um, so if that's the case, you know, then, you know, our military is incompetent and, you know, that that's fine that they can't tell the difference between weather balloons and swamp gas yeah. and all the other cliches. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's door number one. <laughs> uh, door number two is uh, lack of communication-based misidentification. Um, so this is where... Um, one branch of the government is working on the Black Triangle, and the other branches of the government, or at least the other branches of the military, don't have a need-to-know in secret aircraft, so they don't. But you'd think by the time it got to the Pentagon that someone right. would be able to connect the dots and say, oh, no, this, this was that, you know, you can, you can close that report. Right. Somebody would be like, don't worry about that one. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, right. nod. You know, like... <laughs> We know what that is. Is there? Would there really be any value? I don't know. Maybe there would. It's it's surprising sometimes what turns out to be of strategic importance, like the United States is developing UFOs. Well, I mean, of course we are. 
we, we that's kind of you know militarily important is to develop new things that are like weird and cool um yeah well, more- and while stealth bombers were going over the ussr in the 80s i'm sure you know they were tracking them by ufo reports Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Oh, bizarre flying wing in the sky or whatever it would have looked like yeah. to randos <laughs> with home telescopes. Um, and door number three uh, is the concerning one because uh, aliens or not, it is uh, airspace violation by whoever it is. Right. <laughs> like, it could be somebody, you know, not so much aliens, but like Koreans. And it's probably not Koreans, but... Could be Koreans. Not probably not North Koreans. Well, that's the thing. So our current our US I'm sorry, we're US based international listeners. Um <laughs> uh post twenty sixteen, the enemies of the United States are Russia and North Korea. Um and they're not in the best state technologically speaking. Um, but if there's one thing dictators do have, it's money. And <laughs> they are both friendly with a superpower that has plenty of technology, and that is China, who will happily yeah. deal arms to both sides. So, go on. And the last Jedi taught us that that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it didn't really teach us it's wrong, just as a well, thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, I guess I'm projecting my, un, you know unpleasant feelings about that onto everybody else but yeah that's uh the the specter of china is um (laughs) a pretty significant one they build our everything so who knows what else they're building yeah and as we've discussed on a uh a previous episode about our fragile power grid um if we lose a big piece of the grid the parts have to come from china So, Plus, don't they um don't they pretty much have a lock on like neodymium magnets? Yeah, and those go in everything electrical. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least everything so, in power electronics. Right, which is also moderately concerning. Yeah, so they have lock on neodymium. Um, they are a uh, completely fair capitalist leader of solar panels. <laughs> so right. when we uh, <laughs> run out of all the crap we're importing from everywhere, um, we're going to need a lot more of that. Um, so yeah, the, China's got you know the world where they want them. <laughs> um, yeah. So who knows what their aircraft are and if they're flying it over here for fun or if they're letting North Korea or Russia buy it and fly it over here for fun. Um, it's very concerning. I don't like things in my airspace. Yeah, not really. I'm not a huge fan of it. And and since I'm now in the D.C. area where there are a lot of high value targets, yeah. <laughs> I'm like super extra. I mean, Joe's in reasonable proximity to New York City, which is also full of lucrative targets. Yeah. And the way the winds go, I'm not very good off. <laughs> hmm. Um <laughs> it's it's funny like it kind of reminds me of our first episode why you shouldn't shoot bigfoot like this is sort of like why you should probably be afraid of aliens not because they're probably aliens but because they could very well be terrestrial uh i don't want to say enemies because i'm not george w bush but well, let's say trespassers <laughs> yeah sure that'll do yeah uh, and that's bad because, you know, we have <laughs> we have this image of ourselves, you know, that, oh, well, North Korea, you know, they can build one missile at a time and surely we'll be able to track it and intercept it. Well, Maybe. whatever the hell was flying around <laughs> in these reports, we yeah, clearly man. didn't know about until we had visual on it. The thing off San Diego sounds pretty nuts. Yeah. So, 
and like I yeah and I it's not one of those things where you can be like oh that's probably ball lightning because I don't think that we have that over the ocean like I don't well we just don't know how ball lightning works at all yeah maybe it's ball lightning I mean a weather a weather physicist can write in and correct me on that but as far as I know we still have no (laughs) idea how it works I read somewhere recently that we don't, so yeah. <laughs> somewhere on the internet within the last two weeks. So yeah, we don't have an explanation for the sighting that's in there. Um, it does seem to have a bit of a USO uh, element of it, which is unidentified submersible object. So this is something that can go from air travel to underwater travel. And we don't know if this is just bad reporting or just something that is just unimaginable by current technological standards. Yeah. But again, I mean, if we had stealth for as long as we did, and the idea of something not being on radar was completely unimaginable, you know, in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Somebody imagined it, and then they made it. Yeah. So even though we can't imagine, like, a propeller-based helicopter being able to turn into a submarine, you know, maybe something else does. I don't know. But if it's not ours... (laughs) Right. The uh, worst possibility. So the best case scenario really is that our uh, own government doesn't talk to itself, which is completely plausible. Yeah. It's extremely plausible that that's what's going on. And that that like that's, you know, kind of what you want to cross your fingers for, that we actually do have like flying saucers under development (laughs) (laughs) and this badass like hover submersible super accelerate like, thing. But I don't know. It sounded like the G-forces involved would... I mean, and and so just because it's not human-friendly, like, it could be some kind of super drone, I... Yeah, drones don't have to worry about killing their occupants. Right. <laughs> That's one <laughs> of their advantages. Yeah. <laughs> then you can hire, like, gamer douches to pilot them, and they don't have to be physically fit or anything. <laughs> Or AI. It's all good. Right, that's true. So, it's it's an interesting world we're living in. Yeah, and this did kind of get buried in the shit show that was <laughs> 2017. <laughs> yeah, like, my favorite comic of, of 2017 was the Sarah Scribbles that was like, any other year, holy shit, there's aliens. That's not a direct quote, obviously. 2017 is like, you know grunt of acknowledgement (laughs) meanwhile hiding under a blanket yeah (laughs) and also uh, hidden in the uh, tail end of 2017 we also got um again due to uh 50 years uh transpiring we got uh, more disclosure of government papers in regards to the jfk assassination and you know there are some gems in there mostly along the lines of there was information that the cia and FBI and Dallas police had that they could have acted on, but didn't. Um, but nothing too uh, earth-shattering there. But again, you know, we just have no time to react to it because the world is burning down so quickly. Yeah, I wonder what we're going to find out in 2051 and if we're <laughs> still going to be around in 2051 and what else is going to be going on in 2051. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if the aliens were just here to save us. Oh, yeah, that would be super sweet. I mean, they've got to see, like, I don't know. I wonder how hard it would be to tell that we're just really fucking it up right now. (laughs) (laughs) They would be like, hold up. So you have people 
literally starving on some parts of your planet. Meanwhile, on other parts of your planet, you're throwing away like 80% of your food. I'm making that up, but it's a shockingly large percentage. Why don't you instead... We noticed that you transport stuff all over the place. You've got that down. Why don't you just kind of spread it around? Nah. And the answer would be let them eat cake. Um, And uh, also, uh, so uh, we mentioned uh, back on our Puerto Rico episode, and by the way, they still need help. um, And uh, our metric for them still needing help is that we are now out of saline bags. Yeah. Like there are hospitals just out of them. That's super bad. They use those for everything. Yeah. Like, you you can hardly get out of a hospital without getting saline attached to you under normal circumstances. <laughs> right. So, uh, I mean, let, let's hope for a better year and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Aliens, save us. <laughs>